Hey guys and welcome to the TCC podcast where we discuss everything coffee. Welcome everybody to the TCC podcast. So today is going to be a good one. It's going to be the, the official intro. So today... 20 episodes later! <laughs> <laughs> Only but 17. We, we warned you, so you know this. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so today it's me, Stefan. We got the whole team. So it's Stefan here and finally Mr. Costa next yes, to me. Yes, Mr. Welcome, Costa Mr. Rico. Welcome, welcome. Rico. Rico. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. So, and then we've got Mr. Pedantic. You all know him. Christian, you'll, you'll get to know him today a little Hello. bit better. No Hopefully, <laughs> he's so complicated and so sophisticated. 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 That will take you a hundred episodes to really truly know it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then we've got, of course, Mr. Theo. So. <laughs> Even the camera's blushing for Theo. Wow. Uh, so if you guys are watching the YouTube, it is. Even the camera camera just like took a dip. Uh, it wanted to show all Theo's rockin' flip-flops. Oh yeah. <laughs> the navy ones. The, yeah, the, the navy Adidas flip-flops. We don't get to see the navy ones every day. So he kind of dressed up for those oh, occasions. Oh, ones? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Costa. So, so, I'm, I'm somewhere gonna get, yeah. Yeah, to top, coffee at hand. <coughs> Not topic at hand, coffee it. at hand. <laughs> coffee in hand. <laughs> Yeah, in and okay. So today we are having Urban Grinds coffee. They have a nice Nicaragua Marcelesa from the Rwanza estate. Yes. Yeah, are you gonna leave me to it? Or are you <laughs> <gonna take> it? <laughs> no, 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 man. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I saw the look on <laughs> your face, reading half the words there. Oh, that's so, okay, that's guys. Good. So apparently, the Mr. Financiator wants to take his job back. Guys, the Beatles are splitting. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> awesome. So um, Urban Grinds, I don't really know. It's the first time I'm having their coffee. Um, mm. But of course, Marcelessa is my favorite. So. Definitely. That's what we left you to do, the coffee <laughs> in cup. Okay, so it's grown in the mountain valley of Matagalpa. Matagalpa. There we go. Red and yellow katwai, uh, Marcelessa variety, natural process, altitudes 1,100 meters to 1,200. So basically, this is a blend of varieties. Yes. Yes. It is a red, red katwai, and yellow katwai, yellow katwai, and red, red bourbon, yellow katwai, and marsalesa. So this is actually not 100%. Uh, why? Why Rwanza. do you say it's bourbon? Well, it's say only not red, oh, and, red yellow and yellow katwai. Oh, sorry, yes. I didn't read. <laughs> okay. Good. So, but yeah, it's a it's a mix of of varieties, and then yeah, the producer is Ramio Ortiz. Buen, buen, Ortiz. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Jose, please help. <coughs> <laughs> uh, Esperanza Farm. Okay, cool. Okay, that, that's the boring side out of it. Okay, let's taste oh, it. <laughs> I love that part of the coffee. No, it's, me, it's me pronouncing no, but I everything. I love it when you so. speak for him to me. Eh? There we go, there we go. Blacker. <laughs> South Africans really get that one. Yeah, you definitely do. It's an old red one. Alright. You throw in about half the water in your cup, it just rounds out very beautifully. Yeah, I'm also going for that. That <laughs> 1 to 12 ratio, what did you end up on? No, I topped it up to 1 to 14. But 1 to 14? Um, I, I have to be honest, like I was very unpedantic with this coffee. I spent like no time on Oh yeah. the that's better. The analyzation mm. of the coffee itself. So it's roasted a bit darker than what we used to for coffee from the Rwanda mm. estate. And also... But when I said that, you thought I was crazy. Yeah, but you've been out of the coffee game for a while. <laughs> and I have sleep deprivation, so... Um, the, more like sleep desperation, but anyway. Um, so it was a bit darker. We went a little bit hot on the water as well as about 89 degrees Celsius. Just kind of because we wanted to get started, we want to get rolling. Um, and I have to say that I used a Kalita specifically because of the fact that I wanted to finish quicker, and yet I still was able to get to four minutes thirty seconds. Oh wow! On, on a relatively old coffee. That's just, so that's just habit. It's like yeah, yeah. I was just I want to try something out uh, for four thirty. Four thirty. Pedantically stuck to one ratio. <laughs> uh, so. Now, what I have to say, rate. I think 
when we should now be in like a 1 to 16 for where we topped it up to mm. now it rounds out very beautifully it kind of brings that Rwanda elements to it and the kind of sweet acidity of the yeah, katwai as well yellow katwai popping yes and that marshalesa um nectarine really punches yeah. through at the ne- one two at the one to 16 slightly cooler because yes. i actually topped it up with cooler water so yes mm. very nice I'll yeah, just drink it. it, that's fine. <laughs> you always it's just nice. drink it. It's nice. Yeah, just enjoy it. <laughs> okay, so the topic at hand, the official introduction. Yes. It's not every day we get to sit around the table with everybody, mm. uh, introducing the long, beloved, and missed um, you know, fourth portion Prophesied. of everything <laughs> <laughs> coming together. The whole team for now sitting around the table. Mm. So, yes. Mr. Costa, welcome, brother. Yes, thank you so much. They know you already, even though you've never been here. Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> they, have a, they have the way of kind of paving the way. They create an identity for you, and then you just kind of live it up to it, apparently. You're going to have to. I hope so. Gonna have I hope to. so. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah, so. so I would say let's jump like straight into the, the official. Um, so, of course, myself and Stefan, we don't need to introduce, introduce ourselves. Um, I think... As they discuss who they are, obviously how they got into coffee and so on and so forth, I'm sure a few things will pop up that we didn't mention into the intro and intro, um, purely because <laughs> it was pointless telling the whole story and then yeah. retelling it again. So yeah. um, I know that Christian has kind of given us a little bit of a no, I kind of give, give you like, yeah, a, that, like that a full one time we asked how to get into coffee and all of that. So. Yeah. With that said, let's jump to Mr. Costa. So, end of the day, it was brother, fun. Mr. Juan, <laughs> like, how did you get into coffee, man? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting, yeah, interesting story. Well, we um, have time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was in a nutshell, almost like I wouldn't say forced, but like pushed into coffee. So I know I didn't meet these gentlemen on accident. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was retrenched at one stage, uh, was without work, blah blah blah, and then I thought, you know what, let's let's try coffee let's try coffee business get into the coffee industry and uh, i went to one of the local coffee shops that i enjoyed very much so uh, i'm not gonna name any names because i don't enjoy the coffee anymore <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> no. yeah. Ouch. you could have said it and not said that because obviously yeah, now you didn't <laughs> need to mention them you can you can obviously get that it's the first time that he's on the show because we do always say there's no right or wrong there's just not our palate yeah. yes it's just uh, different, different. don't worry we'll forgive you you're wearing this beautiful shirt thank you you're looking <laughs> handsome you stop sound it, amazing stop it, stop so, <laughs> Yeah, just, just, just excuse mm. these two, they are lovers <laughs> on the side. So. <laughs> <laughs> just but just anyway, kidding. Not you, went to, you, went to your, you went to your local coffee shop. Yeah, so yes, I went to the coffee shop, I visited quite frequently, and um, I went to the managers there and I asked them um, if they could give me like some training around being a barista, making coffee, because I wanted to get into the coffee business, but I never made a cup of coffee on, on my own before. They don't know. Even made my own espresso. So I was like, okay, how am I going to get into this business? I can't even make a cup so of So what myself. were you drinking before you got to that position? So I would so he grew up on Rick Coffee. No, Andrew. Hey, I grew up on Nescafe. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I mean, I mean, like, don't Nescafe. push me all the way down. Man. I, I started on Rick. He I grew up on, Rick on the tracks, not the other side. I was on the tracks. <laughs> no, so I also grew up with Rick Coffee. You know, okay. four sugars, milk. Nice, yes, nice. Yeah. Okay. Two, two spoons of real coffee, at least. No, no, that's just the one spoon. No, no, no. That's even too. Yeah, to have it strong. Yeah. Two, oh, you, know, you three, went three spoons. Three spoons for oh, sure. Three spoons. Three spoons. Yeah. Man, at some point you drank dark roast espressos. Yes. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that that we're not going about that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's where I started, and then I would go to the local coffee shop, enjoyed cappuccino, also with a boatload of sugar, you know. <laughs> um, so I went to the owners then, I was like, can you give me some training around being a barista? And um, they said, you know, we don't really know much about coffee, um, evidently. Uh, they said, go to this guy, uh, this guy's crazy about coffee, he can tell you everything about the bean and everything. And I was like, sure, okay, I, I need to go and talk to this guy. I was like, okay, where is his shop? No, they had... Um, Colonnade Retail Retail Park, a shop's called Kapu Cafe. I was like, okay, cool. So I rocked up there first day. Uh, I, I remember, I still remember coming in uh, to the shop that first day. I saw some handsome ass fella. <laughs> Husking. He's sitting to his right right now. It's <laughs> hot, I'm not blushing. Like I said, excuse these two. <laughs> D asking, D asking some coffee. 
And at the time, I didn't know what the hell he was doing. Um, and then I came and I said to him, he's the owner here. And uh, then introduced me to Mr. Theo. Fortunately, he was there. I had to realize that he's actually hardly ever there, forever on the run, forever on the go. So I was very fortunate to catch him that day. And um, yeah, that's how we ended up meeting. That's how we ended up uh, working together. And that's that's where my coffee journey started. So I went through full barista training with uh, Mr. Theo. Uh, and yeah, I've never looked back since. Now it's actually ruined coffee for me. You know, you once you learn yes! about coffee, <laughs> you so, can't just drink any any cup of coffee. So. Yeah. so, so I'm the only one without full barista training. No, but you well, have, you've done you have portion, portion, portion. It's pretty much full now. <laughs> you're just basically you're just building a barista puzzle, man. You got about two pieces there. <laughs> Something like that. Um, yeah. But no, we also have to say from from Costa's story. Um. He's saying like, no, I just had a talk. So I was obviously busy de-husking coffee. I think he's talking about Theo, the handsome guy inside the store. But, <laughs> no, um, no, no, it must have been you. <laughs> uh, so he kind of came up, we started having conversation and we were standing at the brew bar and believe it or not, we had like seven methods on the table. Mm. So we started having some conversations. He asked no, a bit me about and you were coffee. having fun. Yeah, no, we were actually playing with coffee when we still had, you know, the days when we had time to play with coffee. <laughs> yes. And it was about a year ago. Yes, yeah. Today. Yes, oh, yeah. wow. It's about a year ago today. It's a year ago. Well, not no, I don't it would think be today, Sunday. but this Sunday, Sunday would be a year ago. ago. This Sunday would be one year. This, this coming Sunday. Sunday. Oh, my word. Yeah. It took a year. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. But, so, I mean, this Sunday would have been a year, but came in because it was a Saturday. We were messing around with coffee, having some conversation. So, also to say, he's the only person that I've ever met that dehusted coffee red honey processed red honey, honey processed coffee before pulling his first espresso or even before his and interview be- man yes <laughs> so even and I had no idea what I was doing yes so, <laughs> so I was explaining the whole process of de-asking and processing coffee Theo unless I had to leave um, to one of the shops which is the usual um, and so he stayed for like another hour and a half de-husking coffee and this mm. is there's this handsome portuguese guy standing <laughs> with me with tasting coffee talking coffee yeah, yeah, and to yeah, find somebody too. that could be ignited by that passion mm. and they kind of fell into it and someone who i can also say could pedantically kill a flat white or pedantically Traditional pull flat white, a cortado man. and he's like bro 27 <laughs> not 27.1 not 27.9 27 and when he tops up the one to one ratio of coffee to milk then it is 54 not 54.1 not 53.9 50 100 100 no man very proud of it. two pedantic yeah. sitting on the right over here yeah, and then he kills it <laughs> but now if i if i if i recall the story correctly you actually had a bigger plan before you yes, obviously yeah. met us and your plan was something to do with portugal and coffee yes yes yeah. obviously portugal being a huge coffee culture and so just like tell the you know the listeners a bit more about that yeah so i actually wanted to immigrate uh to to portugal like a Honestly, like a week before I met you. Yeah, like he is a porous. So makes <laughs> oh, sense. No, 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 don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Portuguese. <laughs> it's a South African <laughs> joke. Sorry, okay. sorry, this, this South African. Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, he's a Portuguese. <laughs> I'll send out the official apology letter next week. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, actually, like a full week before I met you, I was like, sit set on 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 leaving um to portugal and mm. doing business there uh with involving coffee mm. and then um once i had a discussion with you um once i had a discussion with this beautiful gentleman <laughs> like just a vision just a vision that that uh that you guys had uh i was so glued towards it and that's why um we are all sitting here at this table and that's why i'm sitting here um trying to build tcc and uh, where we want to go with it. Yes. Yeah. That's so awesome. that, that's why I'm still here. Woo! Awesome. Now, <laughs> now, of course, we can introduce him. He's not just Jovan Costa. He <laughs> is Jovan Marco Costa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he is Jovan Marco Costa Crypto Night. No, no. He is the, he's basically the cryptocurrency expert at the table. I don't know about and expert, so, but he's just well, a person at, at the table. At the you table. Are the and okay. so, um, yeah, for me, it was this whole thing of, of course, he's got the passion for the coffee and then he, he got introduced to a different side of coffee and we started chatting about the TC coin and he was like oh you into cryptocurrency so we started chatting and then then we realized he's properly into the NFT space the non-fungible token space 
And so, of course, he started teaching us quite a bit, showing us different things that we could read. And so he really clued us up on, you know, what happens in that space, yeah. which I'm proud to say that he's part of the team. Uh, because without that type of depth knowledge, we wouldn't be able to really pull off this whole coin. Um, you know, because it's it's way bigger than just the four of us sitting at the table. Definitely. And so, um, yes, like definitely, we're happy to hear you. Have you here, man? Yes, happy to be here. Yeah, so. Yes, finally. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be today's joke. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so, um, Mr. Christian, like, <clears throat> okay, I think let's jump into, and, and now it's almost sounding like I'm trying to lead the... The, the thing, but I think it. what I want us to kind of do, especially on the official introduction, is maybe tell a bit of your heart around the coin itself. So, um, as we sit around the table, we have four people that we've put into or decided to, to you know, choose our own kind of niche inside this mark, um, or you know, this market, where, as we just mentioned, that um, Costa fits into the, the NFT and the cryptocurrency side. Uh, I know that Christian, obviously, full on, you know, he heading into Barista Championships and like really in the competitive side, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, obviously brings that love of, of the game into the, to the table. Um, of course, uh, to my right here, Mr. Stefan, who, who ever, like long before he ever knew that, you know, we're going to even meet, he, he had a heart for coffee farmers. Mm. And it's just how destiny, destiny brought the four of us together to start this ball yeah. to the role and we know it's not going to it's not going to end with us we might be out of this picture you know in a while we're just here to kind of get the ball rolling so yeah. christian maybe share a bit you know your heart around the tc coin how you know how you're involved and why you're involved you know from from where you come from um well i think we've kind of established or we've had a few conversations just about how I got into coffee because of the love of people. Um, coffee to me is something that brings people together from different spaces and um, that would not necessarily meet under different circumstances. Yeah. And I think in any industry, obviously you find that. But because the, I want to say the norm is, hey man, let's go, let's go get a coffee. Even if you, even if you go and you get like a frappuccino at Starbucks or <laughs> you drink a hot chocolate or with the, the statement is still, let's go get coffee because yeah. there's a connection kind of element that we can make to coffee itself. And how, so I think how coffee kind of connected all of us and how it pushed us into this space. And then afterwards, obviously learning about coffee and knowing the kind of work that we're into, into it to create something that is this beautiful. Um, and I know that not everybody necessarily shares my perspective on what coffee is. Now making up a coffee for me is to help somebody to slow down. Mm -hmm. Which is funny because we never do. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, which well, well, actually we do. Like right now we're moving slow because we're here sitting with a cup of coffee in front of us. Yeah, but I'm still running in seventh gear. Um, <laughs> but I have to say, um, because I think... because. Um, I've seen and I've worked in obviously spaces where people run and where people kind of give them give their all into what they're busy with and to see how they can tie people out or how they forget to make time and um, space for themselves to live out what they enjoy mm. using a cup of coffee to have them slow down for five minutes saying that having a client understand what the value is of what they're eating Mm. of what, they, what they're drinking and, and I'll tell you why I made the mistake I was thinking ahead because sometimes I really feel like we're giving and you can judge me for this this is just an analogy sometimes <laughs> I feel like we're giving a gemstone to a baboon right it means we nothing have, to them yeah. we have people that come they add five sugars to a coffee that so much blood, sweat and tears and effort went into mm. to create something that's beautiful you educate a barista as far as possible to be able to tell you where it's from, who picked it, how many people were involved, and then you're just like, no, I don't want to taste it. I know what I like, and you add four cups, of, you know, four spoons of sugar. Mm. Some people use tablespoons, um, <laughs> but in a one eighty ml. Start, um, but to have idea. people understand kind of what goes into it, to I think kind of create a perspective of what the space could be 
and to then appreciate what the farmer who leaves his kid at home alone or the the coffee picker who leaves his kid at home alone to come create something that we mm. take for granted and just say uh barista can i have like extra hot boiled milk four sugars and then like take out the caffeine afterwards um <laughs> with some creamer with some creamer on top um <laughs> And not really appreciating what it could be, and and I, like the people is like, oh, you got you're like such a snob, you're such a snob, man. Like, what the heck's wrong with you? Coffee was ruined for me. I think <laughs> like it was for all of us. Yeah. Because but, you get. Yeah, I don't think it's ruined. I just think. It's a different. Everybody, life. everybody needs to know about. There's a high yes. standard. So everybody's yeah. life needs to be ruined. In co- somewhere, in somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I think we kind of with, with coffee. We want to break it down to kind of build up that first perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and to share, I think the the love and the effort, because we have the privilege of knowing quite a few coffee farmers. Yeah, I'm too far today, so I appreciate that you doing it. Yeah, he's <laughs> moving oh, uh, So Theo shared some coffee with Theo. I did not have enough. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> I think Mr. Pedantic poured it. He yeah. forgot to overpour yours. Mm. But yes, hey, sorry. they were all level. Okay? <laughs> I, know. I, I scored points on I that. know, I know. Um, That's why he was finished first. <laughs> Although he's always finished. But okay, back yes. to the point. No, so to to understand the love that a coffee farmer puts into what he's creating and then actually appreciate what goes into it and what it can be. Yes. Um, and I think that's what that's what kind of touched my heart because we are consuming this thing every day and we don't understand what goes into creating it. Um, and there are people, I think most people are not going to care. Mm-hmm. Most people are just not going to care. They're going to be like, yeah, you know what? Oh, you know what? I oh, This benefits me to get involved in this project? Great. And they're going to have those few people that's like, listen, okay, but I'm really... And we have people like that in the mainstream coffee industry already. We have people like Sasa. We have... Um, a few other people involved in this space that mm-hmm. focus on actually empowering and, and uplifting those yeah. kinds of communities, which is so amazing because if we can empower them, it will impo- automatically empower us. And it yeah. sounds like such a selfish reason, but I think it's an amazing reason to be selfish. Mm-hmm. But everybody, uh, everybody yeah. wins. That's, yes. that's at the end so. of the day. So <laughs> at the end of the day, but uh, everybody wins when, when, <laughs> when they are empowered and they get to empower us. Yes. we're giving back so it's going to be a, a back and forth empowering and yes. everybody wants oh with that said it makes me think of remember one time we had a meeting and we had to have a discussion around your your personal topics that you had to do some research and, and I remember this vividly Tian came to me and Christian was like guys this is an endless fight that we're going to just lose oh I remember mm. this conversation and, yes, and I was like like what do you mean and he was like well you know, and he started in the cycle. The farmer struggles to grow proper. Then he sells for cheap. The cheap then is just roasted to chivalries, which is just extracted to to crap, mm. which then doesn't make money back for the farmer. So the farmer can't go better. And, oh. and it, it was this endless fight. And I remember your, mm. your, your heartache. Like yes. you had this pain in your heart going, how the heck do we fix this? Mm. I think because... And, and I know that I think today episode, today's episode will... Be, go along um, because obviously sharing your heart you have to share a little piece of this mm-hmm. but um, on that specifically because farmers are not empowered enough and because we love what we do and yes. we get to see the joy we can live to live that passion yes to know that a coffee farmer can't properly pay his pickers because he can't properly properly feed himself and, or his kids or yes. his kids and he has to has to go back yeah. Because that's the only way that he's going to survive. What exactly. is gonna, what's coffee going to look like when he wants to go back but doesn't need to go back? Yeah, that would be if huge, because and huge and I think difference. I'll give just what the conversation was. Yes. Coffee farmers don't necessarily have money or don't necessarily understand, and they are, and it's phenomenal what's going on in the coffee space and how people are understanding how their production and looking after their coffee obviously affects flavor. But so many. Um, from what we've people we've spoken to, and um, you know, so many other people's perspectives that they shared from their experiences, were that they don't necessarily understand that their influence affects the coffee as much as it does, or they don't necessarily have the funds to create higher quality, better tasting coffee. So now 
they grow more, they don't clean it up mm -hmm. because they believe that volume is going to be more yeah. money. Now it's great, it's Q-graded lower or it's um, lower quality or it tastes not as well as it could have been. So now they paid less per kg or per pound. Well, there's which, more, so they're picking faster, which means they're picking less dense. Yeah. So, so you're picking everything, but you're not getting paid as much per pound, which means you're not getting mm. paid anything really at all which means that now there's bad coffee in the market, which means nobody's gonna wanna buy it, which means that he doesn't get money, which means he thinks he's gonna need to pick more, which means that he's gonna get paid even less. And so that's kind of how the cycle goes and we never get to see an empowerment or an upliftment in that specific part or for actually for him to see what the effect is or what his product or what his livelihood yeah. could be. Exactly. Yeah. Because I can guarantee you that the coffee farmer probably has never seen the smiles that we get to see every day on people's faces when they taste that cup. Exactly. So to have people, and I think create a connection between the farmer where you can see the person enjoy mm. his blood, sweat and tears mm. and where the person who takes it for granted can see what love, effort and yes. time and sacrifice goes into making something that we drink every day yeah, is going to create just such movement in the coffee world itself yeah. that we are going to f to rediscover what coffee could be. Yeah, mm. definitely. And that I think that's been the hope always yeah. was exactly that. It's it's to grow our it's to grow the education for mm. ourselves. And through growing in education, we realized how much we actually respect coffee. Yeah. And through respecting the coffee more, we we just fell in love with it more and more and more which once you you know it, it drives you to want to learn even more yeah, yeah. which just drives you to bigger love and and so there's a respect thing i think is the is the one thing that's necessary i would say in every single industry in the world yeah. not just coffee so if you're listening to this and you're like geez these guys are very very much in love with coffee <laughs> this is for any industry yeah. the industry that you love it just conveniently turns out to be coffee for us yeah, yeah. and so yeah, like, wow. and there are going to be wine drinkers that sh that have a similar perspective. Oh, we have yes. chefs that are going to have a similar perspective. Whiskey. We have um, car enthusiasts that are yeah, going to have yeah. a very similar perspective. Um, even in, and we had this in our shop, even a honey farmer yeah. literally was so upset by the honey that we were yeah. using, but it's just because we can only buy this to be able to make the things that we sell affordable. Right. I can go super premium honey, but then you're going to pay double for the meal or yeah. double for the drink. Which means no one wants it because yeah. they don't want to pay that much. Saying this now, we the people that are selling low quality coffee just because you know, but that's you know what people can afford. That's what. Yeah. So obviously now we are at fault in the in in many different spaces. Coffee yeah. just happens to be the one place that we find the value in and the change in a place where we want to make the change. Yeah. Correct. And then to Mr. Costa, your heart. Well, why, the, why the TC coin like? Well, at the end of the day, it was just to, like, for me, I'm all about economical freedom. And the, what Mr. Christian was talking about now with this perpetual cycle that keeps happening with farmers that uh, aren't able to sustain a certain livelihood, that then have to um, compromise on quality of the coffee that they produce, that then is then compromised through the people that purchase it, that the coffee that then is then uh, served in stores. It's just a continuous cycle of, of poor product getting getting made and getting sold and uh, at the end of the day with cryptocurrency um, it just offers uh, uh, accessibility to anyone um, especially with what we want to build with the standard of coffee I mean the thing is is that if you if you want to buy uh, rubbish coffee and if you enjoy well, that that's obviously subjective but I mean I can't be charged uh, more for buying an instant coffee that was roasted to chivalries versus paying uh, for a cappuccino that a barista was then trained uh, at to, to pour me a certain ratio that I'm asking for. Um, I mean, it's an art almost behind it. Yes. And now these people are busy charging the same amount for instant coffee that is then quality is not nearly nearly the same um, so this that's that's where we come into the ecosystem with what we are busy doing um, also to standardize the stuff yeah. I mean because we are able to leverage blockchain technology uh, we can keep everyone to a certain standard especially as the world moves into the evolution that we're busy moving into right now we would be I guess at the forefront of building all of this especially within the system that we are in yes. currently 
Like so it. that's that's what I love at the end of the day. It's just empowering these people that, uh, I mean, as Christian said, and then you could see in the heart that he spoke it, spoke it with, um, <laughs> just empowering people financially and especially with these coffee farmers, the pickers. I mean, it's almost like modern day slavery yeah. that they're busy going through. Um, yeah, and that's the big thing. I and mean, then there's a whole bunch of, uh, I'm gonna just call it mafia out there running this cheap coffee, yeah. pushing it out to people, stealing from the livelihoods that's just trying to stay alive for for the benefit of their own pocket. Exactly. And no one is even doing something about it. Like well, we, the thing is, is that what could, could they do? I mean, the farmers and, and all of the people that they are uh, responsible for, there is no systems. I mean, the people yeah. that you're talking about that are in power, they control all the systems. That's it. What we are trying to build is a platform of accessibility to anyone. So yeah. anyone is able to access the protocol and the platform that we want to build. And that's that's what I love. I mean, to a standard of a coffee. Of course, yeah. That, that that freedom that anyone is able to partake with, yeah. and it holds a standard because if you are able to educate people on what is busy going on, then people are able to make different decisions. They might not change their decisions, but at least they know what they're deciding about. They are educated now. It's almost like putting the power back into the people's hands and leaving the choice up to them. Were they going to stick to what they do, or are they going to change it to make it better? Yeah, because then there's a moral obligation. Because yes. I mean, if you don't, if you're doing something and you don't know that you're doing it, you it's like whatever. Yeah. But if yeah. you're doing something, knowing what you're doing, I mean, it's a different story. Correct. Okay. Wow, that's a nice perspective. Mm. I like it. Wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, Mr. Stefan, tell us a bit about your heart. You know, behind the the, the coffee farmers, like. Um, I remember when he when he men- when he shared his story with me the very first time. I know that they've not heard this part, so um, I think it could be cool, you know, for the listeners and for the two sitting on your right, you know, <laughs> the team that's not heard your heart in this. Yeah. Um, it was amazing the first time he told me this this part of his life, and uh, so I, I I would love for you to share it okay. if you want to. Yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah, my my heart has always been for people. Um, I don't, I've I've got a I've got a soft spot for people that um, that's struggling, that's been misused and all those kinds of stuff. So when I when I I enjoy coffee, I've always loved coffee, and um, when I got into coffee and I've learned what what coffee is all about and the farms and everything, um, I just realized that. The people on the farms, the pickers, the workers, everybody is, it's cheap labor. Mm. And it breaks my heart that there's so many people that work so hard, not really getting anything for their hard work and all the labor they put in. And um, like you said, the, the people, there's, there's so many people that that controls them, that takes takes it for their own pocket. And that's sad to me and it's it, it frustrates me and makes me angry because why be so selfish? Mm. Um, keeping these people in a state where they they need to fight every day to to have food on the table to to um, help their kids to have food on their in in their stomach and that kind of stuff. So that's for me that's very heartbreaking and I really wanna wanna change that. I wanna I wanna go out and help them. I wanna get to a point where we can empower them, give them a, a standard of life where they can, like you said, Christian, they can. They don't have to worry about money, mm. but they they can do what they love. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So and I know it's a big it's a big um, project that we that we're facing or gonna tackle. But the thing is, we for me it's a, it's something that I'm worth fighting for until the day I die, until the, until the day I die. So um, for me it's a it's it's really a passion for me to go out and make a difference on the coffee farms, and then eventually when there's a difference we're gonna get better coffee and everything goes um, the quality goes up but mm-hmm. for me it's the, the most important part is to better their lives on the farms to give them education better nutrition better water just better life in general so that that's for me that's that's why I'm in it, in this thing yes. so I'm getting emotional guys <laughs> <laughs> so. see I told you guys this yeah. is a uh, it's a deep story. <laughs> I think um, so. And I and I love this because we really have never heard this before. Mm-hmm. And and I am so glad and I'm so frustrated by it. Yeah, yes. Because so. um, especially if you think about and I and I this specific statement that you made with regards to having people who 
are thinking every day about what they ch- the children are going to eat, yeah. about the roof that they need over their head. At the at the end of the day, <laughs> um, that's not something that coffee farmers in Colombia struggle with. No. That's something that everyone in the world is consistently thinking about. Yes, correct. That is something that there's a lot of people out there. There's that's something that every one of us faces, and we forget that the person, and and not even just the coffee. Think about um, going to a supermarket and taking a a steak off of the shelf. Mm. The amount of people involved in getting it there, Mm. never, and now complaining, I can't believe that I have to pay this much for it. Never taking into account that the person who was at the like the foundational work of getting yeah. that thing to you possibly can't even eat tonight yeah that's that, that's, and uh, that's that that's the reason why I'm, I'm glad we're doing this mm-hmm. because we can we can make a difference even if it's only on the coffee farms there will be um, people that will see what we are doing mm-hmm. and they, it might spark something in, in a different um, industry <coughs> industry so mm-hmm. I think it, it might be a it might be a, a bigger a bigger effect than just the coffee farms, but yeah. because we love coffee and we we enjoy the coffee. Coffee is connected to everything. Yeah. Every single restaurant serves coffee, which means so. if if the coffee standard can change, starting at the coffee level, so yeah. at the coffee shop or the coffee brewer on the coffee farm, yeah. then we we basically helping the milk farmer. We're yeah. helping, sadly to say, we're <laughs> helping the sugar farmer. Um, I mean, I've got nothing against the no sugar way. itself. I don't think we're going to help the sugar farm. We're going to sink the industry. <laughs> Coca-Cola, you better sell a lot. <laughs> but what I mean oh, is, we, we're still helping the farmer. Because remember, yeah. as we sit here, we've got nothing against the sugar. Sugar is there to create and formulate balance inside your mouth. Yes. It's just if you make the coffee the way it should be made, and you, you pull it to a balanced point, mm-hmm. you don't need the sugar. Yes. But if you enjoy sugar, I mean, by all means, add five spoons of sugar to your coffee. But don't go. Just don't. (laughs) Don't get a dark roast then. Yeah, then then go and buy a coffee that actually needs a sugar, and be open towards going. Oh, this coffee doesn't need sugar. Let me taste it. Oh wow, I can appreciate what I've got in my mouth. Even though I will be adding now one spoon instead of five, because I still like sweet things. But then at least. We love the fact that you took the courage to at least try and then become aware yes. of what was beautiful inside yeah. that cup when we started. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it is helping, you know, the the sugar farmer um, because they're also still farming. Yeah. Um, but it then, you know, it moves up from there to restaurants that sell coffee. Yeah. Now all of a sudden they're kind of forced to sell better coffee and actually start paying baristas to work for them yeah. because. You don't just take the waiter to, to you know, put some coffee into a portafilter and pull a shot and then complain that they're being misused or mm. you know, they're being overworked mm. and not being paid enough because they're actually a waiter and now they're being told to make coffee at the same time. Yeah. Actually pay the barista a proper salary because he went out to learn how to make a proper coffee. And it's an art. And it's yes. an art. And now he's he's getting paid a, a decent salary because he's got his professionalism or his artistic side making that beautiful cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Even he can look after his family now financially. So it's the whole ecosystem. Yeah. And, and then on filling in one of the things that I was thinking about while you were talking, mm-hmm. while listening, um, <laughs> I like how you added that was, um, a higher standard in coffee will push um, coffee shop owners to allow and almost demand from their baristas to actually taste what they are serving. Yes. Because how horrible to have a barista who sells you a cup of coffee and then when you ask them, listen, like, do you drink your own espresso? Like, no, it's disgusting. (laughs) Yesterday we met a barista that doesn't even drink coffee. Yeah. She does not drink coffee. She. Yeah. She and she made us an espresso, and and this is really really sad to me. Yeah, now she was not actually the barista. Let, let's be honest. Yeah. I think yeah. she's a, a, again, for the restaurants uh, restaurant owners out there, don't use your kitchen staff to make, make coffee. coffee. No. Please no. I, I'm Please. sure she was a kitchen staff, and mm. she loves what she does. 
Now she's told she needs to make a coffee. Yeah. So she just kind of flatten out, flattens out the coffee, pops it into the machine, and runs a shot in seven seconds volumetrically. Yeah. So yeah. within seven seconds, so, this beautiful, expensive Lamarzocco espresso machine oh no. pulled a shot, two volumetrics, into the cup. Which... And we can all imagine what that's going to taste like. So, that's, and, like and, that's like putting dash fur in a Rolls Royce. <laughs> and, and, okay. And, <laughs> no, I did not but, go but, there, but yes. But the thing is, it's and that goes back to uh, one of our podcasts that we, we, we recorded is um, the equipment. It's yes. not about the equipment because they've, no. got, a, they've got a Malkunich E63. Yeah, E62. Yeah, E62, sorry. Two, yes. three, two. Lamar two group. And it's, it's the best equipment, but... The, bar- the barista or the, the person that made a coffee did not know what to do. Yeah, wasn't trained. And, and when and, and, and that's when, on the shop owner. Yeah, and when we we just we just said, um, can you maybe do a little bit of adjustment? That that girl started shaking so much. She stressed stressed so much. Sure. She didn't know what's happening. So so it's just small things like that. Um, like you said, it's. But there's no respect for coffee from. Again, yeah. like you just mentioned, you started with the coffee shop owner. Yeah. Uh, guys, it's our responsibility to get to a position where we love the stuff we serve to our clients mm. so much that we're not willing to let just let our kitchen staff jump on a on a machine. Oh. It's it's not doing the coffee justice or the coffee ecosystem yeah. justice. No. And, and also not to your client. No, Definitely not to you're stealing from that client because no. they're getting a two percent extracted TDS from something that should have been beautiful yeah. yeah there was value for the money they were willing mm. to pay mm. now that now they're going to go around saying oh that coffee shop's coffee sucks the coffee doesn't suck yeah. the barista was never trained to make a proper coffee oh no the person behind the machine was never trained to make a proper coffee yes. what did i just no, say the barista, the barista. <laughs> oh sorry i mean yeah. the, the person yes and that's and that's true. it should be baristas yeah and that like you said that is on the owners uh, they have to make sure that the person that's behind the coffee machine has the proper training yeah is specialized in what they do you don't want to pay a barista salary don't have a coffee machine yeah yes you're yeah. doing the coffee and the whole ecosystem injustice mm-hmm. stop it my goodness yeah get a bean to cup yes get a bean to cup at least that those machinery are built to pull a certain standard. Yeah. Now, if it's not your standard, great. But it's still a standard. And then at least you, and I have to say, then at least, I think you're supporting somebody. Yeah. And that's why we never we never bash, or we never judge anyone who has a bean to cup machine or has a convenient way of making coffee at yeah, home. Because exactly. somebody at some point understood that if everyone in the world spent 20 minutes a day making their cup of coffee, they would be consistently running around just to yeah. try to catch up because yeah. of the time that they spent on a cup of coffee. Right. Just to so, actually slow down. So somebody cared enough, even if it was just about themselves, mm. cared enough to create a whole new um, machine to create convenience for good coffee at home. Yeah. Exactly. So at least they get a pizza cup machine, you'll be supporting somebody who mm. actually was innovative in his space. Mm. And he loved what he did. Yes. And you can still get good decent coffee out of the no, machine I which mean, is exactly sure. why i'm saying this. yeah so yes. at the end of the day at the end of the day um you, you don't you don't you're not gonna have to serve bad coffee because you're not, you're not willing to pay a barista to make coffee yeah just get the machine the machine will do its thing what it's built for and the people can have a decent cup yes. of coffee and you can get a so. good coffee you don't necessarily yeah. need to get a 91 q grade specialty coffee put it through a bean to cup machine you can yeah. get a decent cup of coffee and provide your clients or your staff with something that is nice and accessible value to give them the value but not have them lick an ashtray out of a cup <laughs> um so but yeah so that was our stories mm. now your story Mr. oh wow. <laughs> Mine is very easy. Just Trying go to listen to the coffee price um, episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think listened, a lot of my passion came through I there. I listened to it the other day and I was just like, yeah, this guy's frustrated. Yeah. So, uh, well, but yeah. If you've not listened to it, do go and listen to the, the episode coffee prices. To kind of just like sum it all up, I, I got to a point where I get I got fed up with the people out there trying to steal. Stealing from the farm by selling a cheap bought coffee for really expensive prices. 
then and not giving the, a portion to the farm. Yeah. Not so they buy it cheap the and sell it expensive to it make to their to fill up their pockets. Yes. But then doing a disservice to the farm and a disservice to the now, farm. Now, this doesn't count just for coffee. I mean, this is in the whole industry. Yes. You don't build a rubbish piece of car that's not going to drive two miles and then sell it for the price of a Porsche. And if you're buying that car, that's on you. But, <laughs> but unfortunately, in coffee, we, we've not been educated enough, which means an uneducated person walks into a coffee shop with professionals expecting them to give them a professional service yeah. and a professional opinion then you take liberty of that you steal from them because you're not giving them the value that they're paying for yeah. number one that means at the same time you're stealing from the farmer and the roaster and the processor and the import and exporter because none of them see any of that and you're just enriching yourself not caring so i think my biggest frustration and why I originally felt that there was a necessity for the TC coin basically came down to selfishness. You know, people that are so selfish and they're so self-centered that they live only for themselves and not think about anybody around them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and again, this goes for the whole world really, but it just conveniently put me in, in well, I came to it in a position of coffee yeah. as a non-coffee drinker. Yeah. And I was like, this is pathetic. How can they do this with open? How do you sleep at night mm. knowing you enrich yourself through basically stealing from the rest of the world? Um, and, and that was my frustration. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I think there would be a way to change this. And I never would have been able to, to build this thing you know, to this point where it is now has it not been for the four of you. And of course, we'll never be able to build this thing. How oh, you mean me when I'm tired? <laughs> okay, one, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The, the three Sorry, of, the, the three of us. The three of us. Just the three of us. <laughs> um, and of course, we know that we're not going to be able to build this idea or this dream to its full potential yeah. just with the four of us. Yeah. I think I was running ahead in yeah. my mind. Yes. Um, and so. If, if you're out there and you're listening to this episode, we need you. We're not sitting here to build this business for ourselves. We are here to build this business for the, for the world coffee ecosystem. Yes. This is not our thing. It's the coffee thing. It's yeah. our thing. And, and I think that's probably why... It's our thing. Yes, our, <laughs> our the world. But that's exactly yes. what Stefan was saying as yeah. well. It's, like it's our thing. He was talking yes. about... Um, uh, such a big milestone or such a big project that we that that he's looking to take on. But the thing yes. is, is that we don't have to take it on just the four of us. Yeah, we no. are building community so that we can come and do it as a community. As a community as of a people community. that are able yes. to get together. And the more the more the bigger the community, the more influence we can have and exactly. the more um, yeah. change we can bring to the to the coffee. Exactly. exactly. And a and big and dream doesn't start and end with the same people. A uh, big and proper legacy starts by a group of people and ends with everyone. 100%, yes. Definitely. But even on the point that you made earlier, and I think it's one thing that you and Christian do phenomenally, is the education around coffee. Yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, when I was drinking coffee, I didn't know I was drinking nonsense. It's only well, once I... Well, coffee-flavored tea. It wasn't nonsense. <laughs> it's coffee-flavored tea. Well, I mean, tea. even <laughs> when I would drink dark roast cappuccinos, and then now I don't drink. Now like, my drink is... Double espresso, it's ristretto. Ooh. I mean, that's that's why they sit in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're lots of light, like at the end of the day. <laughs> the end of that the day. End of the day. <laughs> so I mean, that's one thing that you guys do phenomenally, and um, I didn't know that I was drinking nonsense until I drank good coffee. Because at the end of the day, I was just drinking bad coffee, thinking it was good. I didn't have any experience with a good cup of coffee yeah. until I did, and that ruined. And me. then a week later, he came and said, "Listen." You ruined me forever. <laughs> I went you back to yeah. yeah, I remember that it Sunday. It was the next Sunday. He came in with his seat. Was it the next day or the next yeah. week? It's no, the next week. Yeah, the next no, week on the Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, yes, because yes. you came in with your CV, yes, everything, yes, yes, yes. and obviously took the CV to the boss. Yes, straight, straight up to my and in my heart of hearts, I'm like. Please hire him. Please hire him. Please hire him. Because <laughs> we like this guy. Yes. It, it was so amazing to meet somebody, and uh, we'll get back to, but to meet somebody, and I and I love meet, meeting people like this every single day, mm -hmm. who in in a half of a conversation you can 
kind of find the link and the passion mm. and to see how we then learn from one another and how passion ignites passion. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm completely off my point. I'm not so enamored by <laughs> that meeting point. But um, coming back and then saying, Brian, you, you guys ruined coffee for me forever. And I had four people this week come to me and say, listen, you ruined it forever. I went back to my normal coffee spot. I could not drink that coffee. And we want to ruin everybody. And you see, that's the thing life when it comes uh, coffee life. Hundred <laughs> percent, and that all takes education. I mean, yeah. and the, and, the, and the more people that get exposed to it, it's going to happen. I mean, like yeah. let's say for example, a different analogy. Um, they would take that same person that would then go as a waiter, that would then put in a, and and pull a shot of espresso to make whatever recipe drink, cappuccino, flat white, whatever. And then you're not going to get what you paid for because the mm. person doesn't know what they're doing. Imagine taking that same person to now go and make a, a medium rare fillet. Oh. And let that let that piece of steak go out to that person. Well done. That person is going to oh. lose their mind. They will flip out. But let me throw the steak around and <laughs> yeah, but, that, but that's like putting somebody and put somebody in a in a Michelin star restaurant. Mm. Yes. And then say, okay, cool, just you know, just yeah. do it because yeah, exactly. we need we have a spot to fill. There's orders to make. You know, just go, just yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. But so the thing is, just do the position. But they won't. The customer will not stand for that. Will not pay for that uh, for that product because mm. they know they they. They know what they want. They well, the restaurant will actually lose one of its Michelin stars. Right. Well, well, exactly. And they do. But like, the, why is there such a standard on, exactly. on food, yeah. yet no one cares about the second largest legal trading commodity in the world? Yeah. Exactly. And that's and that's um, when when we ruin your coffee ex- experience. So that's why I say we want to ruin all your all all of you out there. <laughs> we want to ruin it for you because when we ruin it for you, you're gonna go back to your normal coffee spot and you're gonna say, listen. What you are serving is not the standard. Mm. Well, uh, it's not what it can, could yeah, be. Yeah. They, they, there's more potential. The yes, it's there's not what it could po- be. Yeah, there's more potential and find out how to better the coffee you have. Don't all come to our shop because now we no, serve better coffee. Please, no, because then we never have a place. <laughs> no, but then we never have a place to go and enjoy a yeah, different enjoy cup of coffee because so, so we love driving down the road having someone else's espresso yeah, and the thing is we don't want to do it to get everybody to us we want to no. do it so that you can go out to your normal coffee spots and teach them to, to, you know, to make them uh, realize that they need to educate themselves more on coffee and yes. make a better cup of coffee I and, and on that I had a client this week come to me no not this week it was last week he came and he ordered, and his phrasing was, "Can I have one traditional flat white?" Oh, nice! Wow! And then, nice. and then in in my heart, I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I'm blooming!" <laughs> and so, <laughs> as I as I tell the guy who I'm training at the time, uh, because we're not done coffee training yet, we're doing operations and so on. I said, "You know what? Okay, cool. You know, go do this in the kitchen." And I stop um, preparing to make the coffee. Um, he says, "So listen, do you guys, like ever have a client come and you know order a traditional flat white?" And then you're like, oh, this guy, this guy knows his coffee. I said, well, no. I, said, I feel you like know who you're talking to. No, 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 like, no. <laughs> yes, yes, we three, yes. Okay, sorry, sorry. Um, responding, well, no. It's more like, yes, he knows his coffee. Yes, yeah. yeah. Because I get excited. I get excited when people challenge me to make a good cup. Yes. I had a client yesterday, Melissa, I can tell you about this, who said um, he wants a cappuccino, but in a small cup, but a double shot. I said, okay, you know what? Can I make you a, f- a traditional flat white? He said, uh-huh. okay, cool. I want strong and I don't like a lot of milk. I want the creaminess, but not the milk. Okay. So, okay, you know what? I'll make you a flat white. And if you don't like it, I'll pay for it. And then I'll make you what you want. And of course, he took one <laughs> sip, not three. I asked him to take two. He took one sip and then he, t- he threw his card on the counter. He said, I'll pay. <laughs> and he comes back and he says, listen, that was a good cup of coffee. That was phenomenal. And I have to be honest, that guy scared me. <laughs> it was a humongous tank in a gym. Man, he was huge. He could use me as a freaking toothpick. And be like I, as pedantic as you are. Yeah. That's a dangerous man. <laughs> and I told him, we, we must get him to change the cup. The I, can't, I can't make you what you want. Well, I can make you what you want, but can I give you an alternative a recipe yeah. that that I love and that I love to serve to people. And can I just educate you on this? Mm. Um, And he freaked out about it. Mm. 
people that come back, a guy who, who used to be a, a barista or operator who is now an electrician, who made the outright statement on the same day that I served this guy, can't drink espresso, I can't drink it black, it is horrible to me. I said, okay, but have you tasted our espresso? I was like, no man, it's horrible. I said, but have you tasted our espresso? <laughs> it's like, well, no. I said, okay. I'm going to give you a smoothie with two scoops of protein and a scoop of cocoa, which means that anything I give you, you can wash away with one sip. Will you taste an espresso with me? And I will pay for it. So you guys can obviously gather that if I'm not if I'm not successful, I'm going to be poor. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is why I'm going to be broke if I'm not successful. But, but I'm willing to stake that. But, but you, and you are confident in what you do. Yes, because so. you love what you yeah. do. And he, he tastes it three times. And while I'm talking, he goes... <laughs> and he goes back and he takes my cup <laughs> <laughs> and he finishes my espresso. I said, so did you like it? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> now, he still comes back for a smoothie. But, but he loves espresso now. But he loves the espresso. And, and I think that's the whole thing. It's about showing people what coffee could be. be. Yeah. And yeah. The thing because is, it's not necessarily the, what we think it is. You would even get excited making it. Because here this gentleman oh, yes. thought that you're going to go up in arms like, oh, no. You actually get excited. I mean, yeah, that's why I, I, I pulled all of my recipes as as best as I could, always, always. To the yeah. T, 100%. Because I, I I wanted to please the people that yeah. are busy ordering what they're busy ordering. Yeah. Um. And like you say, it becomes so enjoyable once mm. you see the reaction on the mm. face. It really is. There's nothing like the satisfaction that, of a client taking a sip of something they adore, yeah. think or not knowing what to expect, and you get that satisfaction on their face. Yeah, exactly. That's why I got into food originally. Mm. The first double ristretto <laughs> that he had to make for clients. They were sitting at table eight. It's the guy who comes back every two weeks. They're doing all the deliveries at the shop now with his two little girls. Um, you know oh yeah, yeah, that guy, about. that guy. Yes, yes, yes. He asked the Regular. waiter. Yes, he asked the waiter, "Can you guys make a double ristretto?" And the waiter comes to me super confused. Now also to say, <laughs> we actually spent more time on educating our waiters as well. Yeah. But like, listen, this is what he wants. I said, "Oh, that's oh, that's simple." Go to Jovan, it's like, listen, please make a double ristretto. And I remember the shock on his face. <laughs> really? Who's going to drink that? <laughs> and I said, you know what, pull it for me at this ratio. So he comes to me, espresso cup, little beans on the side, cup of water. It's like, you know. And I love how you can it's see not. trained him. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> this is the double ristretto. It's, it ran to this mills, point this, it ran in this time. And not because. All baristas have to be pedantic, to be pedantic. But it was the time, the effort, and the passion that was put into that coffee. Yeah. And the guy's face, literally, and one of our episodes, if you watch the YouTube of the coffee that I tasted, you oh, remember. that Ecuador. So just that just Ecuador. go to Instagram. I think yeah. it, was, you know, it was on the story. Uh, it wasn't a story, but I do have the video. I'll be posting it soon. Yeah, let's put it on it a was, post. Oh, right, you're right. <laughs> I cut yeah, it out. I took yeah. a sip, and then he was like... <gasps> Like this, <laughs> it was such shock eyes, the size of sources, um, because he was like, "This is amazing." I said, "Well, yeah, our barista, Mr. Costa, did this, this, and this, and this. This is the recipe, and this is the coffee that we serve." And he comes back every week, and then when he sits down with his little girls, he's like, "So, what are we tasting today?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's excited yeah. about that next cup of coffee, yeah. and I want him to be that excited when when he gets to Cape Town or to New Amy. York or to Australia. <laughs> I want him to feel that way everywhere he goes, yeah. knowing in his mind that he is going to get something that's satisfying. Yes. The heartbreak or the heartache in my heart right now is I can't say that with confidence. Yeah. yeah. If, because yeah. right now there's more people out there for their pocket than there is people that actually care about the coffee yeah. itself. Yeah. No, it's just uh, the majority of people that don't care client who comes and asks, listen, I'm going to, to this country or this space. Do you know of any specialty coffee there? Like, I don't. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to go research. Mm -hmm. Compared to having a client who, who's South African, who comes back from Tennessee, he's like, 
guys, guys, you gotta taste I this. I found this coffee. So now when people tell me they go to Tennessee, I can just tell them, listen, go to Crema. You have yeah. to. Um, yes. I'll give you the address. Mm. Taste this coffee. It's phenomenal. Right. So now, knowing, listen, they they specialty coffee. Yeah. There's people that put in the time. There's people that put in the effort. Um, and why not hear that story every day from yeah. people from different spaces? Exactly. exactly. And, that's, and that's what we want to create, yeah. is a community that cares. That cares. And that, that yeah. helps each other to, to get better coffee, to make better coffee, to roast better coffee. To that's yeah. it. That kind of stuff. So that everybody can be satisfied no matter where they go yeah so yeah well i think that probably brings us to the end of the official introduction <laughs> yeah and believe it or not every cup is empty there we go yeah so good awesome. job urban grind yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so, well, guys, we hope that this was informative. Um, now, of course, you know where our hearts lie, you know where yes. we come from. Um, and just to say this again, we, we, we do this because we really, really care. We want to bring a community together that can care together to make the world of yeah. coffee a better place. So that it's not about us. And I think, and I'll rephrase <laughs> it again, so that the world can find, find its happy place in every single cup. Cheers guys. Cheers, guys. See you on the next episode. Cheers, cheers.